Good afternoon. Welcome to Coffee and Conversation, a podcast brought to you by the Dunlort County Office of Education and Dunlort Unified School District. I am the superintendent of schools, Jeff Harris, and today, over the next 20 minutes, we'll be talking about kind of a cool thing that developed here in, in Delnort County several years ago. And we're to the point where not only have we kind of ended the, the, the process of completing one thing, uh, we have some really kind of cool news about another project that's kicking off. So joining me today are Jeff Van Pelt. Jeff's a CTE teacher at Del Norte High. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. You're loving being here, aren't you? I don't know yet. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> and Allison Eckert, and Allison's the principal at Del Norte High. Hello. So, yeah, she's thrilled, too. <laughs> it's the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I think the really cool thing is that we're going to talk tiny houses today. And... um my gosh, Jeff, how long ago was it, Allison? Do you remember that we were doing the full stick built homes? I think it was about five years ago we completed our last one, right? Yep, five years ago. Um, Glen Street, I think. Yeah, yep. yep. And great little house and um, sold it. And then uh, we kind of realized that students did not have the ability over the course of one full year to learn or to have their hands in everything uh, just simply because of the time it took to build the house. And so um, we came up with this idea of tiny houses. So, Jeff, whose idea was it to do the first tiny house? That was Don Hartley's. And the bigger problem is, is getting kids trans transferred back and forth to the job site and stuff. So this makes yeah. it really nice. And so I, I think Don had a great uh, innovation on the idea of doing it. And so is this the same tiny house that Don started five years ago? Yeah. Yes. Uh, we had COVID in there. And so it sat. Uh, tell me more about that. I'm not familiar with it. COVID? <laughs> hurry up and wait. <laughs> two, and a, two and a half years of it, right? Two, two and a half years of hurry up and wait. Yep. But um, anyway, we just kind of got it finished up. Most of it was all done. Had a little bit of finished work to do. And we have now had that done. And we've actually started a second one, which is well on its way. Oh, that's cool. Well, so let's talk about this first one. So the very first one, where did where Don get that design? Where did he get the floor plan for it? Um, the same place where mine is. We just made it up through going along. Yeah. So, but but the, and the kids have been monkeying around with with uh, CAD. Yes. Yep. Uh, I have one student. It actually has. Uh, we threw some ideas out, and he actually has a floor plan and all the, the stuff figured out in uh, one of the CAD programs at school. And that's really cool because that's in our um, that's in the engineering class that we have. Yes, but did and did we teach we have in that, that same class when uh, Don first started? Um, Brett Lobel had a class oh, like that. that. Yeah. Okay. And so at that point, it was just kind of an idea. And Allison, you were VP at the time, right? Mm-hmm. I was. And did you think it would get off the ground like it has now? Well, a couple of things, and what uh, Jeff Van Pelt said also again is very true. Transporting students, you know, for a fifty-five minute period. 10 minutes there, 10 minutes back, you got to clean up. They had about 10 minutes of instruction, if you think about yeah. when they were in the, stick, the, the the real house, right? So in looking at that as a deficit of instructional minutes and of time and of hands-on experience, you know, Don was, you know, it was... I don't want to say trendy because that, that it, but, but McKinleyville High School is doing this, you know, oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and some of the community colleges are doing this as well down in CR. They're doing the tiny houses. And, and again, you're going to get more bang for your buck. Um, you know, he, he, Don was just so excited to share his 
art and craftsmanship and skills with students. So he kind of, he just, he, he was the biggest kid in the classroom was Don. And I think that that excitement kind of paid off. And we all, I don't know about you, Jeff. We kind of looked at him like he was crazy, like tiny houses. Really? <laughs> it's a show, you know, it's like on TV, you know, but when he made it and, and then all of a sudden we do see the trend. It's like, we looked at him and we shook our heads and went, how could he know this? And, and, um, you know, it took off from there. Kids were excited. I mean, the, the floor plan's beautiful. The engineering of this one is beautiful. It's really um, neat. Top notch. Um, it's got the bedroom. It's got the, does, doesn't it have a bathroom? And, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. it's got. Yep. Small kitchen. Yeah. So, and again, because of the detail work that some of the kids got to do in a smaller space, I think it's, it's pretty special. Um, you know, I think that the, the hardest thing was the space. You know how we started with the house couldn't fit into one of our shops, right? So it's outside. So now you have weather. So before you had the transportation of the kids, now you have a weather issue. Well, thank we'll talk you. talk about that. Thank you. <laughs> you know, we have something now, you yeah. know, to put that in. So so this tiny house, what's the length of it, Joe? Uh, 22. 22 by? Uh, eight feet. 22 by eight. Mm-hmm. So toe behind a? Yep. So behind a truck. Yep. Right. You're not going to get it, it behind your car. <laughs> no, it is a permanent structure, although it's not designed to go camping every weekend. And it's designed, it's a mobile home, basically based type situation. Right. You buy a lot, whatever, put it on there. Take and it, park it, hook it up. You're good to go. That's exactly what it is. Yep. And, um, you know, so it's really cool because talk, talk a little bit about what it looks like on the inside, because it's got a couple of real innovative things. The electric bed is really cool. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a toy hauler bed, and it goes up, and, and the front room would be under the bed at that point. And uh, that's pretty neat there. On the one we're doing now, maybe we're doing we're looking at some ideas, maybe a Murphy bed type deal or something, but I really like the electric bed thing. I think that was pretty slick. Yeah. And it's funny you brought up the I'm, – I'm a member on Facebook to these tiny house groups, and that's amazingly – I never thought that much of it, but it's a pretty popular thing. I, I'm a little surprised. And I watch Tiny House Nation. I have the kids watch it on Netflix at school as well sometimes and stuff. It's actually pretty impressive what's going on around with the tiny houses. Well, and I know that there's been lots of interest um, on like this tiny house. And I know a few years ago when people knew that we were kicking it off again before COVID, when people knew we were kicking it off, we had interest from all over the county from different government groups, from tribal groups, from individuals who said, how much for me to buy that right now? I have shown the tiny house to three private uh, citizens in the community that are right. interested in buying it in the last three, four weeks yeah. since we, after our first meeting on it. Um, if they show up and I told them what the starting bid was going to be, and if they show up, um, we're going to be okay with it. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's interesting too, right? Because Allison, you said these things, who knew that it would get this popular? Who knew that a basic house in Crescent City was going to be over $300,000? Right. Right. And so, you know, I was reading an article the other day and they said that um, kind of the the Gen Y, Gen Z, our millennial are now looking at these kind of smaller homes on property that when they, when the job moves or if they want to do something else, they hook it up and take it off and set it down or whatever. Um, There's a lot of appeal to these. And I think it's a growing, it's a growing appeal because what did we have into this as far as just materials? Cause I know labor is always a big, we're right, right at 40,000 for materials. And, and I have to tell you, I was just looking at having a small enclosure done, just I already have all the bare bones, just enclosing it, and I was quoted more than that. 
I, if you tried to build that one today, you'd be 60 plus in it without a problem, just in materials right now, the way yeah. expensive things are. No, it's pretty insane. Um, so what is our starting bid on it, Jeff? Uh, 40 grand. We're going to look, we're not looking to make a profit, looking to break even and put money back in the program and keep going. Yeah. So, um, just to be clear for anybody listening to this on Monday, June 6th at three o'clock, there is going to be a live auction at Del Norte High. Allison's going to be the caller, right? <laughs> Nope. Thank you, Mr. Pritchett. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually going to be John Pritchett, right? Yeah. And um, it, it's going to be a, a live auction starting bid at $40,000. And from what I understand, and the two of you may know more than I do, there's already a lot of buzz going on about the purchase of this thing. I know the three people that are, if they show up, they're serious about it. I hope they show up when it'll be entertaining when they do. Yeah, no. I, I think it's going to be a back and forth gig for a while. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a few people too say I just want something like this. I want to go park it on a lot. I want to park it on a on a piece of property. The the rental gig is where they're looking at for the vacation rental thing. Yeah, that that property in town here, and they were able to actually put a system a sewer system in and everything, and basically have a second home in their property, mm-hmm. and use it for vacation rental. Wow, that's amazing, and it's built by high school kids. Yeah, right? yeah. So that's at three o'clock on Monday, the 6th. Um, John Pritchett's going to be calling the auction. So uh, if you're interested, there are a couple of steps that people have to take, though. Uh, first, uh, you do have to be, you, you have to pre-register. And to pre-register, you're, you're going to need to read the contract of sale, which we'll have available at the auction. Um, and then... To, uh, to pay for it, because we know that nobody walks up, you know, with a briefcase full of cash. Um, to pay for it, there will be a 24-hour window to go uh, bring that bring that check or, or cash or whatever it is over uh, to pay the, the district or the county. Um, and then there's an additional 24 hours after that to hook it up and haul it away. So is it trailer ready, Jeff? Should be ready to rip. I just yeah. got to bolt the license plate on and the water heater is not installed on it, which is already just a matter of plumbing it on. It's super simple. I've already pre-fit it, but I didn't want it to get taken off the back. It's in a box. So we've even got the water heater. Everything. Yep. Ready to go. Ready to plug in and go. That's pretty amazing. And what do the kids think about it? Are they happy to see it go so they can move on to the next one? Um, I, the kids, it sat so long in COVID. The kids that I have now really didn't have a whole lot of involvement in this one. Right. Um, we did a lot of finish work on it. Um, had to finish some of the plumbing up and the trim around the windows and things. But uh, the next one that we're working on now, we're going pretty good on it. And I got a good group of kids. So what's exactly done? Um, well, I've had been working on it for about five weeks because the, the building completion issue and, and uh, we've got it framed in, windows are in it, and it's wrapped in Tyvek right now. Oh, my gosh. So how, how fast? So the first one took five years. Of course, COVID added two and a half. Yeah. How, how long do you think from, from conception to completion are you looking at any of the new tiny houses? Um, I'm shooting for the halfway mark school year and get another one started before the next half of the school year. Wow. You're going to have a factory going back there, Allison. You know, he, I can't keep up, you know, I can't keep up and he just keeps, you know, Hey, I need to buy this. 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 And then it's sold out. It's sold out. It's sold out, you know, because of our supply is, it is a problem. And that is, I think his biggest hiccup right now is the supplies and the demand and the, just the lack of 
It's the lack of supplies. Yeah, we had just got a PO for a, a barn door for the uh, bathroom door and some flooring, and I had got it here locally, and I went to get the stuff, and it's, it's sold out, so I had to turn the PO back in, so I missed on that. Got to start over again. Oh, wow. <laughs> just a hurry up and wait COVID thing. Yeah. So the other cool thing, though, today, uh, uh, somebody was visiting um, at the shop and, you know, you got three kids up on top of the roof. They're measuring, you know, they're cutting the, the E spacers. I got three kids over here, three kids over here, three kids over here. OK, you three kids go talk to the guest. And it was it was so cool because everybody kind of knew exactly what they were doing. Uh, and and I mean, I had kids on scaffolding. I had. Right. <laughs> yep. You know, I got a good group. I hate to. It's too bad we're close to the end of the year, the school year, because I got it's just like you got the star football team, and then then they all graduate, and then we all start over again, and I got to start fresh next year again. But right now, good group, all working. It's, yeah. No, that's amazing. Well, and and you know, you've both mentioned the shops. Let's talk a little bit about the shop too. So um, when Don first started this, it was not very easy for kids to work outside in the rain. That's the reason. Another reason it took so long because yeah. in the rain you're out there getting wet. And so those days you wouldn't go out and work on it. And that's the other reason it would take him a couple of years because yeah. it's Del Norte County. It rains a couple of days here and <laughs> here. <laughs> so, um, so for those who don't know, what we were actually able to do a few years ago is we were able to look at all of the work that we had put into um, all of our CTE facilities at the high school. So HVAC units, um, roof repair, uh, anything we had done to the CTE facilities. And we were able to apply for um, kind of a kind of a rebate or a refund on some of those particular pieces as long as that money was going to um, refurbish other CTE areas or to build new um, facilities. And then at the same time, a grant came out that was a matching grant. So as long as we could put X number of dollars in, they would match those same dollars. So what we did was we wrote four different grants in order to get the maximum refund, applied those refunds tentatively, because remember, all of these grants were out at the same time, applied those um, potential refunds to this matching grant, thinking if we didn't get the refunds, we would turn down the grant, the matching grant if we were awarded that, but everything came in. So we built about what, Jeff, a $1.2 million tiny house construction shop at no cost to the district. Yeah, and it's a really nice shop. Yeah. It's nice and warm in there. It's dumping rain in there, and, and we're in there working away during the rainy days. Yeah. And it's well, been raining a lot this year. Yeah. Well, and, and talk a little bit about what's in the shop, because it's not just a steel building. No, it's uh, they put cabinets in there and and um, we put new tooling in there and I bought everything's like a job site. Everything's cordless, just like you were going on a job site. So when the kids come in there and they learn that trade and go out in the real world, they're going to be using the same equipment, the same tools and everything else. And, and the shop layout's really nice as far as storage facilities and cabinets. And we got all our inventory nails and everything in, in there. So that big air compressor. Yep. Big air Th compressor. Got a lot of technology. You know, a lot of people don't think about that, but it's loaded with tech. Yeah, um, we got a, a big TV in there type of display. Um, in there, I don't know how big the thing is, like 85 inches or yeah. something. And we actually have a video of the tiny house construction training that Don had went to. And so we leave that play when we're in there working at certain steps and where we're at. That's cool. Well, and it's it's all hooked up for Wi-Fi. It's got wired computers. It's got it's got all kinds of stuff. It's It's a neat facility. Yeah, it's pretty nice. 
And I don't think it has any student desks. Well, that that's because they're standing up actually working on tiny houses, Allison. It's so cool. They're on the I roof. Just, they're you on know the roof. They're, they're, <laughs> the only classroom you go, the, the only time you don't, don't give anybody any ideas. Uh, it's very, just it's one of the only classrooms that you go into, you know, and it's a, it's a brand new building with no student desks. It's perfect. Yeah. No, well, and like you said, Jeff, it's it's a shop. Right? Yeah, it, I mean, it is. It's really outfitted nice. And and again, with the popularity, you know, one of the things that that I've always wanted to see is I've always wanted to see us inspire kids to be able to do something locally. Can you imagine how cool it would be if some of our kids got together and said, hey, let's make a tiny house shop. And they started fabricating tiny houses here in Del Norte County. Yeah. That would know, be cool. For sure. And I'll tell you, it, it, the trend in Del Norte County is, is the, this... You know, auto repair owners, construction contractors are all getting yep. older and there's not many young sh- uh, shoes being filled right now, yep. you know, and stuff. It's going to be interesting in about 10 years from now. Oh, yeah. So, it's it's already hard to find people now just to get some stuff done. Yeah, I, I totally think these programs are totally awesome and definitely in a positive way for sure. So, you know, so folks might be wanting to see the inside of the shop, too. So I think that's the other half of what's going to happen on, on June 6th is the live auction of the house kicks off at three, but we're going to open up the shop at two for people to be able to see the um, the completed tiny house, to see tiny house 2.0 going on inside the shop right now. Uh, and then are there some other projects that the kids have been working on out there? Uh, we got a few little sheds out there and stuff. When uh, we were waiting on the building, we were building some sheds and stuff. And so we've kind of learned some framing and yeah, a little yep, bit. Kept them busy and learned some basics. Yes. Like right angles and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's, there might be a couple left angles out there or something. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I think this is a really cool opportunity too. Um, for the public to see, you know, public doesn't always get to go into classrooms for a variety of reasons. This is a really cool opportunity. Uh, our kids will be gone at that point, right, Allison? I mean, other than we may have some students at the shop. Right. It's after school. It's after school that, that day. Um, so being able to come in and kind of tour the facility and see everything is not something that's going to happen all the time. So this is a great opportunity. Yeah, we are going to open up the wood shop, and I'll probably open up the back of metal. It's right there, too. They, people want to look around and see the shops and where the grant money has went, for sure. Yeah, it's it's absolutely amazing what goes on in all those classrooms. So, um, again, if you are interested in seeing the tiny house shop, uh, again, something that didn't cost our district anything, but it's a huge benefit to our students, Uh and, or you want to bid on the tiny house, uh, that's all going to happen on Monday, June 6th, starting at two o'clock with the tour and the preview of the house, a three o'clock live auction. And then um, you can also see the next one and start, you know, putting your, putting your quarters in a piggy bank because the next one will be up for auction, hopefully mid-year next year, I'm, right? I'm thinking we're going to do it, yeah. It'll be the biggest Christmas present in Del Norte County right there. Yeah. Don, <laughs> Don Hartley's helping me work on this one on and off, come by and so forth. And uh, so I'm in a challenge to make mine better than his. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I got to call him out right now. He just called me on the phone a minute ago. So. <laughs> uh, you know, we do have a call in line. We I, could call I, Don. I could do that if you want. <laughs> So, Jeff, thank you for everything that you've done uh, to get this off the ground and to, and to uh, start this next one. Okay. Thank you for having me. And Allison, thank you for all the support. I know it's been a 
uh, it can be a little bit tedious having construction going on on the back of your campus and having those kind of things done. Not at all. Love it. I love it. <laughs> Jeff knows I love it. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's great for our kids. So, um, again, one of 16, I think, different CTE pathways that we currently have in our high schools. Um, and come on out June 6th, take a look at it. Uh, you don't have to buy anything and we're not charging admission. Um, but again, if you are interested in the house, all proceeds go right into the next one that's already being built. Sounds good that you need one of these. Everybody needs at least one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, thank you guys again. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.